When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show live from the Minnesota State Fair on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment. Rocco. Rocco. Not sure if you heard. <laughs> Last night, Rocco. I think it was Rocco that sent us the uh, update. Yes, Polo. that Michael McDonald <laughs> was not a part of the Doobie Brothers show. So, uh, one of our my talkers went and found out a little bit of information last night. So why don't we officially do a little music news, shan't we? Yes. Okay. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Okay, so uh, here's what we have learned. I guess that the uh, the Doobie Brothers last night they performed at the grandstand. They were scheduled to perform with. Michael McDonald, but then there was a notice that went out yesterday afternoon saying that Michael McDonald would not be a part of the show, but the show would still go on. Uh, but the word is that they uh, that he is sick, was getting tested, and uh, so I don't know that it was definitely COVID, but you know, abundance of caution, him being sick, they just needed to pull the plug on that. But I hear that the show was still great. The opening act, I guess, dropped out as well, so they went about 90 minutes from what I know. And uh, I heard that the show was great, but some of the Michael McDonald-led songs, those were not sung last night, and they mm. just sort of went in a different direction. But, you know, and, and you know, no joking about this. I mean, it's serious. We want Michael McDonald to be well, and hopefully it's not COVID. But it was a couple weeks ago that we had found out uh, that Michael McDonald's beard groomer, <laughs> who Rocco knows mm. sort of by extension, he, he knows someone who knows his beard groomer, that his beard groomer was under the weather as well. And so... Yes, I don't want to start any rumors, but... And I don't want to... Coincidence? I don't Mm. know. Yeah, my sister, again, is a... She's a hair and makeup agent out in Hollywood, and she represents uh, the Doobie Brothers groomer. But yeah, oh, I, interesting. I decided not to uh, attend last night. I love that that's your claim to fame. Yeah. Wait, did you have tickets? I, my sister said it was a, it could happen. I, I decided not to press forward with it. Because Michael McDonald wasn't going to be well, there? No, just because I'm, I'm kind of still being cautious with things, going to concerts. I don't know. Okay. You know, no, that's that's your prerogative. Yeah, right? I have a ten-year-old, and we, you know, we're we're trying to keep everybody healthy. Absolutely, because you can't get you, you have to be twelve and older Correct. to get vaccinated. Okay, Correct, yeah. so, got it, got it. We did have a listener. Yeah, did the the listener kind of gave a review? Did you see that email this morning? No, no. She said, um, 
She said she wasn't that into it. She said it felt like it was a few old guys on stage trying to live in the past and hype up a disappointed audience. Oh, no. That's just one take on it. Yeah. Mm. It is a little bit of a bummer. It's like the the lead guy. And he has just such a distinct voice that... um, what are so? What, give me some of the Doobie Brothers' best songs. What am I not thinking of? Taking it to the streets. Oh, and that's yeah. a Michael McDonald one right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, the other one. Uh, he came from somewhere back um, in long ago. Hooper Dapper. Yeah. Rubber Dapper. Her Oh, bleep. I love Michael McDonald. Yeah, yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he was definitely. These people are right in time for the concert. (laughs) Yeah, he was definitely the draw. I don't think he had played with those guys in years and years, and everybody was excited to see him, and it just didn't happen. But good luck. What a bummer. bummer. Well, I'll tell you what I got for you guys. How about a little new tune from Duran Duran? Oh, yes, Queen. So they've got a new album coming out called Future Past, speaking of. Uh, and that's going to be out in October. And their latest song is a preview of the song. It's called Anniversary. You want to hear it? Yes, please. I can't tell where that music's coming from. We, we there's some music out there, right? right now? Is, that, well, is that out of the fair? We think someone has like a, a speaker on them or something. Someone's got some sort of country music coming well, we're here. Gonna, we're going to drown him out with the new drink. Oh, he left. He was walking okay. with a portable speaker, I think. He's the one-man party. Wow, his voice still sounds really good. Simon LeBond, John Taylor. Let's see if we can name them all. Uh, Nick Rhodes. Nick Rhodes. Andy they? Taylor. Andy Taylor. Wow. That's right. That's and it, I right? Think, uh, John Taylor, Andy Taylor, and then there's a drummer. Was he also a Taylor? Oh. I was a, I was a big Taylors. fan. I was too. I love those guys. Met him once. Did you? It seemed a little weird. Roger Taylor. Not that Taylor. long ago, actually. Roger Taylor. I think there's three Taylors in the band, and none of them are related. Hey, Rog. What are the chances of that? Yeah, honestly, hey, goodness. Hey, Andy. I don't know. Hey, Rog. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, okay. Uh, Abba just joined TikTok. Abba just joined TikTok, guys. They have two videos out on TikTok now. And I haven't put new music out in a long time. We talked about this experience that is going to be coming out. Rocco, click on this link, though. I'm sorry. I forgot to throw that puppy in yellow for you. Uh, but if okay. you go to the uh, Abba Just Joining TikTok link, about halfway down the page, you'll see their very first post on TikTok was a piano-only version of Dancing Queen. And the reason why they joined is they were apparently the most searched musical act that was not on TikTok. Somehow they learned this. Oh, wow. Which proves to them people want us on TikTok. They sure. want to sample our music on TikTok. They want to have fun with us, interact with us, do duets with us. So ABBA is now on TikTok, and their very first video was the piano version of Dancing Queen. Okay, here it is. Okay. I like these guys, but I love this. You don't like these guys? Come on. No, I don't. Were you anti disco? I did go through a period of death before disco, <laughs> yes. Um, but then I but came you're around from Jersey. to Jersey. You're tough. You like the rock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. You know, Springsteen. Um, by the way, their second okay. video on TikTok was uh, teasing this uh, experience that they're going to have. It's going to be on September second, uh, twenty twenty one, which well, is tomorrow. Ooh, there's something to look forward to in September. 
Yes, but that's not the only thing. No. In fact, I have a list of things that you might also be looking forward to in September when we come right back live from the fair. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey. It's the Donna and Steve show. Welcome back, Donna. Thank you, Steve. You it's look uh, great. Thanks. Back at you. Thanks. All right. Good talking to you. DJ Rock Lobster is joining us as well. Hi. Hey, Rocco. Rocco, are you excited for September? Today is September 1st. I don't know, I guess. You know, usually I get excited for like football season, but I have a feeling the Vikings are going to be a tragic mess this year. Whoa, whoa, Rocco. Oh, man. Don't put that mojo out there on September 1st. Rocco, uh, now this is going to mean that we're going to have to eliminate this whole segment from the podcast, but maybe as Donna goes through the five things that we can look forward to in September, we could have a little earth, wind, and fire. Oh, yeah. You know, I thought about uh, doing September songs for your trivia today, but then other than September and Wake Me Up When September Ends, I... I wasn't sure if you were too hip to like September. No, nah, we're not hip. Huh? You know what? There's actually yeah. a third. There's another song. Everybody thinks of Earth, Wind, and Fire September, and it's great. But do you know there's a sleeper song by James Taylor mm. okay. that is really beautiful, and it's called September Grass. Oh. And it's great. And it was. And it came out on his album 2003, I think it was, that came out. 20, 2002 or 2003. Oh, I can play that. Sure. It's a, that's a good one, too. I'm a big fan of September Morn by Neil Diamond. Maybe I'll, I'll pepper these in for the rest of the show. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Okay. Well, this is September Taylor. Grass by James Taylor. Now, Donna's going to have to just eliminate this whole segment just from the podcast. I have okay? to eliminate the first segment. This is now the second segment, so people who listen to the podcast will get a 20-minute... <laughs> That's just a, a, a twenty-minute. You gotta listen. I, I'm getting such a death glare from Donna right now. <laughs> she was already irritated because it's a day, it's fine. and <laughs> now she's even more mad at me. I'm not irritated. I'm just just cut it out of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. But see, now we need to get to the chorus because okay. the chorus is where he mentions September grass. Okay. All right, let's scrub ahead a little. Bit. Oh, here we go. Turn it up right here. Lie down in the brown. September grass. That's what he says. Oh, we missed this. I need to de-thatch. <laughs> no, no, don't say I need yep. to de-thatch. Ross is talking about the Vikings playing bad this year. You're talking about de-thatching. Well, he's talking about September grass. What you've, do you think I'm thinking about? No, you've ruined oh, the joy no. of another good thing. Not de-thatching. What's, what do you call the thing? Aerating. I have to aerate. That's what he should mention in his song. Yeah, Every time I feel romantic about something in life. You ruin it. <laughs> I you know, just... You know, I had to put together some James Taylor songs for a Laurie and Julia contest last week. Yes. Boy, I mean, if you don't like James Taylor, what is wrong with you? He's What's your got, problem? He's got some of the greatest songs of all time. In my mind, I'm gone to Carolina. Yes. I mean, his whole his his greatest hits album, and then he you know released September Grass and uh, other songs. I think what is it? Copper Line is a good song. Oh, oh man, yes. he's got a great oh, Sweet his, Baby James. Sweet Baby yes. James. You've got a friend. You've got a friend. Don't let me be lonely tonight. Fire Mexico. and Rain is the best. Yes. Well, Fire and Rain is the go-to, right? Yes. And wow. isn't it about a pig? Fire We're and out rain. here at the fairgrounds. 
you just know, yesterday morning they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. It's about a pig getting butchered is the rumor. Really? <laughs> yes. What? I, well, we're at the fair. Life on the farm. You want your bacon on a stick? We're going to have to <laughs> slaughter a pig. Oh, man. Sorry. He's so coming. Have... Go ahead. Now, let me just finish with this. James yeah. Taylor and Jackson Brown coming to the XL in November. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. Let's get well, the bosses. Well, I want to wait and see what this Delta thing okay. does first. Okay. Thanks, though. He said, let's get the bosses sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, here's the here's the deal. I came across a, a list of five things to look forward to in September. They include uh, sports fans. You have the U.S. Open, okay, through September 12th. You've got the new NFL season that was referenced by DJ Rock Lobster. There's a lot of college football this month. And if you are a golf fan, you've got the Ryder Cup that starts on the 24th. So how about that? That's great. Yep. Love the Ryder Cup. That's probably the best golf event. If you don't like watching golf, watch the Ryder Cup because it's Team USA versus Team Europe. And you Europe. see Europe. And you'll see a bunch of players. They get really pumped up. I went to the Ryder Cup when it was at Hazeltine uh, out here in Chaska yeah. Yeah. five years ago now. And it was so much fun. You had the European crowd doing their ole, 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 ole. And let me tell you something. You don't think you'll get into a USA chant? Go to a Ryder Cup. You will do it full throat like you are wearing the Stars and Stripes. All it right. is so fun. Phil Mickelson. I know him. Sprayed champagne. I was right under the bridge after they won, the little bridge, the people bridge that the golfers would go across. Yeah. And right after they won and it was official, I was right below Phil Mickelson. I have a video of it somewhere. And he sprays champagne over all of us. And then you hear me start a deep in my throat. USA chant. Nice. I had had a few yeah. and was ready. Woo! I love starting a chant. Yes. That's the best part. There's a great chant at the Ryder Cup um, that uh, Pitbull has a song called I Believe That We Will Win. Oh, but yeah. it's great yeah, yeah. because it starts as the whole crowd and it's one voice amongst the thousands that just yells, I! And then everybody yells back, I! I, I believe! I believe! I believe that, and it keeps building up. I believe that. Wow, this is at a goes, golf tournament. At I a golf would tournament, be whispering. And then it goes. I believe that we will win. And then the whole crowd is jumping, I chanting, believe "I believe that, that we will win." And then Pitbull made this song. Turn it up. Well, I got to number one of my list of five. Oh, I thought you were out of them all. No, I just that was all number one in sports. Oh. I'm sorry. Tell me everything. I want to know more. I'm sorry. In movies, the new Cinderella remake with Camila Cabello is Mm -hmm. coming out. We've got uh, Clint Eastwood's new movie, Cry Macho, that comes out September 17th on HBO Max. Then there's a lot of TV. We've got The Morning Show coming back. We're excited about that. Excited for that. Dancing with the Stars. Remember, Suni Lee is going to be part of that. Um, The Voice is coming back. The Connors, you know, all the usual... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. TV shows. And then we've got the MTV Video Music Awards, the Emmys, the Tonys, all in September. We got Labor Day. We got the first day of fall. Oh, Beer Lover's Day is on the 7th. Apple Orchard season is uh, soon to be upon us. Absolutely. This is a good time. September is one of my favorite months. September and October for sure. Yeah. And then you can keep the rest of the year. <laughs> we just won two months. Yeah. Woo! Uh, oh, this Let's is going to be so fun. We're going to play a game. If you're listening right now, whether from your computer, the app, your car, you can give us a call and play along. You can win a prize. 651-641-1071 is the number to call. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is coming up next. It's me versus Donna, but one of us needs your help. Call now. Game time. Next. Good morning. Welcome back. Time to play a little game on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Let's do it. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. <laughs> I want to see how smart you are, too. I want to see how smart Barb is. She's on the telephone. What She's going to play along with you guys. Barb. How are you, Barb? Hi, Steve. Oh, it's really Hi, good Donna. to hear you. Hi, Barb. Barb, uh, what you up to? Where are you headed after this? Uh, we are running errands. We had a wedding reception at our house this weekend, and we're returning the pigs. Wow. Oh. Do you have a big yard, big house? Yes, but we had a big tent, so it it wasn't uh, raining. Oh, uh, that's oh, nice. Good. Raining good, on good, the pigs. Good. good. All right, Barb, I'm, uh, before we have you choose who you're going to side with, during the state fair, I am kind of like a carnival barker. I am guessing everyone's age based on their voice. If you could just one more time say, hello, my name is Barb, so I could get a good listen. Hello, my name is Barb. All right, Barb. Okay. We might, I might burn a bridge here, all right? <laughs> so I want you to just know that ahead of time. Uh, Barbara Dean, I am going to guess that your age, based on the sound of your voice alone, is 64 years young. Oh, you're so close. 66. How about that? Within three, Pretty that good. means I win. All right. Love it. Barbie doll, you and your youthful voice um, get to now choose who you'd like to side up with. Uh, Rocco, yes. what is our topic today? Well, our topic today is uh, the 75th birthday of Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees. Mm, so oh we're going to celebrate um, the music <laughs> of Barry Gibb and test Donna and Steve on their knowledge of said music. You know, earlier in the show, Donna said she had sort of a death-before-disco uh, phase in her New Jersey upbringing, so maybe she doesn't know that much about Barry Gibb. Who hmm. knows? Then again, Steve is a lot younger, didn't go through the disco era. I don't hmm. know. What do you think, Barb? I'm going to go with Donna. Yes! Woo! Get out of here! Nobody likes you! <laughs> All right, Barb. In the I'll All come right. and get you. All right, whatever. All right, bye-bye now. Okay. Well, Barb's on hold. Donna is uh, w- 
waiting while Steve shuts the door. There he goes. I saw okay, it on the video. Okay, all right. All right, Donna. Happy birthday, Barry Gibb. Turning 75. That's a big one. Woo! Um, we're going to start with this one. In the song Staying Alive, you've heard it, right? Yes, I have. What are the lyrics sung before the words Staying Alive, Staying Alive? They are, uh, 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 How about before alive. that? How about before uh, that? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. How about name another BG other than Barry? Uh, that would be Morris. Sure. Or Maurice. And name the 1983 Barry Gibb penned country duet that went to number one on the Billboard pop charts. It was country? Yeah, two country artists duetting. Was he one of them? Nope. Two oh, con- he wrote the yes, song. Wrote. Islands said, in the Stream sure, is the answer. Go. And okay. I'm going to give you a chance. We'll, we'll bring Barb here in a second. But before he says, staying alive, staying alive, what does he sing? <laughs> it goes, da 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 You're staying alive, staying alive. Is she there? Um, I could bring her back. I was going to let you have Oh, I don't know. Uh, 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 okay, I'm bringing Barb back. Alive, hey, Barb, remember that song, Staying Alive? Yeah. Okay, so he sings something like, da 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 you staying alive? Oh! Staying whether alive? Whether it's your mother or whether it's your brother. So something like that, alive. yeah. What is it, something Donna? Something like that, yeah. Whether it's your mother or whether it's your, whether it's your brother or whether it's your mother. Uh, something about your yeah, brother whether, or mother. Something like, whether it's your brother whether it's your mother. You guys are pretty you know, close, yeah. All right. All right, We're and you're happy. Leave. She said Morris was another BG. You like that answer, Barb? Uh, yeah, that's right. It's spelled Maurice, but I think they pronounced it yeah. Morris. And her third answer was the Barry Gibb penned country duet that went to number one on the Billboard pop charts was Islands in the Stream. Do you like that one? I'm going that's good, too, I think, Donna. Okay. okay. We're going to stick with it. I think Barb is maybe hey, Barb. on her way to a My Talk t-shirt. Yeah! Um, do you want to go get steve Sure, I can do that. You okay. guys uh, talk amongst yourselves. Okay, hey, Barb. Hey, Steve. Oh, hey. So, Barb, did you, uh, did you head, did you go to any discos back in the mid to late 70s? Um, I suppose I did. What was the one downtown where the mansion was? Are you from here? Are you I'm from, from here, here, but I'm a little, you know, I'm only the 40. The form, the form. Wasn't it called the form? I like it. Down where the Nankin was. I think so. But no, I did not go there. Did you ever drink a Wanderer at the Nankin? Yeah. Okay. And ate maple nut ice cream. Okay, good. Hey, guys. What am I We're talking about the disco era in downtown Minneapolis. Mm. You, you weren't there for it. I wasn't there for it either. This is going to be bad, guys. I am just going to tell you I'm going to guess that I'm going to go one for three is my guess. You might. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Did Did you, you, watch you probably the... went three for three. I don't think so. Did you watch no. the Bee Gees documentary on HBO a few months back, Steve? Yes. No, no, but the only reason I didn't was because of lack of interest. Okay, well, I you might not it. do that well here. Okay, great. All right, we're going to start with this first one. You're familiar with the song, Staying Alive, Staying Alive? Of course, alive. yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but before Stay they... Alive. before. Oh, you're, see, you're good. Before Thank they you. sing Staying Alive, Steve-O... Sorry, I had to finish it. Sorry. Before they sing "Staying Alive," they sing something. Da 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 da. You stay alive. Yeah. Okay. What are the da 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 da? Yeah, I think it's. Haka daga 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 haka baga daga daga. Hamilton. Haka daga. Um. 
No thoughts? Coming in, no wondering, I wonder if I'm coming in, I'm staying alive, final. Okay. Name another BG other than Barry. Donnie, Barry, wait, Robin, Robin. Okay. And how about this? Name the... Is it Robert? Robin. You said Robin. The clock's going to run out, but I'm going to still ask you this. Anyways. Okay, thank you. Uh, name the 1983 Barry Gibb-written country duet that went to number one on the Billboard charts. Billboard broken bumper. Charts. Broken, broken bumper, bumper. final. I'm broken bumper. Okay. Final answer. I feel yeah, actually good about this now. That was George Strait, wasn't it? Broken <laughs> that bumper. That's George Strait. Dang it. Uh, well, uh, Rusty Fender. Steve did get the second one right. Robin was a BG. Uh, Donna said Morris, so you both get a point for that one. I get a point and a half because I gave the more popular one. Sure. Uh, uh. Donna and uh, Barb, I think we're able to come up. I, I can play it for you. I want to know what they said first before you play it. Uh, they The lyric is... Whether, whether your you're a brother or whether you're a mother, you're whether staying you're alive, mother, staying alive. Mother, and then there's also this line, feel the city breaking and everybody's shaking when you're staying alive. Donna and Barb were pretty close on the brother-mother thing, so we're going to give that to them. Steve, it's a tragedy. Oh, yes. And then Wait, Donna. I gave her. Can I hear it? Yep, here it comes. It goes. We're going to have to cut this out of the podcast. I'm in protest. I think I had it. Take it to the judge. And then Donna and Barb knew that the 1983 Barry Gibbs song that was a country duet that went to number one on the Billboard Pop Charts was Islands in the Stream. That's a great song. It is. Uh, Kenny and Dolly, two close personal friends of Uh. Donna Valentine. Yes. Have you ever met them? Yes. Of course. I have. Okay. Did you touch? Both in person, yes. Did you touch Kenny's beard? I did not. That's my thing, Rocco. You know, um, he was lovely. Though this is a Very little tease man. of the of the Lori and Julia show later. Um, in honor of Michael McDonald's beautiful white beard, I am going to quiz Lori and Julia on other famous people with white beards. Oh, oh that's good. So stay tuned for that's that at good. five o'clock tonight. I love it. Anyways, Barb wins a T-shirt, a My Talk T-shirt. Way to go, Barb! Thanks. Woo! Thanks for picking me. You're my best friend. I knew you had it. <laughs> Thanks, Barb. Okay, right, bye. Have a I'm great I'm gonna go day. talk to Barb about her T-shirt size. Um, do you guys want to get tipsy, or what are you feeling? Yeah, yes. I got a quick tip for All us. Right. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right, Stevie. Alrighty, well, I got a, a tip for all the fellas out there. If you are trying to attract a woman, you ever heard of them? There's a particular way that you are supposed to speak. This according to a uh, new study. Researchers recorded 42 people speaking, and then they had a separate group rate how attractive their voices were. So they just, it was all blind, there was no crossover, let's just see what you think. And they looked at these speech patterns, how far apart different vowel sounds were, and they found that guys who mumbled a lot, they got higher ratings than men who spoke clearly Hmm. and were easy to understand. I would think it would be the opposite, because guys never really listen to anything we say anyway. It sounds mumbly to me, yeah. You just hear like Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah, when you tell stories on the air, I just wait for the noise to stop. Right. And then I I hear silence, and I'm like, I should say something. 
The opposite was true for female voices, though. Men thought that women who spoke clearly were more attractive than those who mumbled. This has got to be right for you, this thing with guys. Because <laughs> you seem like you would be attracted to more of a mumbly guy. Oh, yeah, I went there and I had to do that over there. And nobody gets me, so. <laughs> and it feels like you would like that. But I, I understand. I, I think that it is true. If I could speak on behalf of men for a moment. I, 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 think don't, that, I don't think you Donna, should. Zip okay, it. Just come on. Right, um, that is true. If, if someone has good dictation... Okay. If they speak clearly, if they have a nice voice mm -hmm. and not mumbly, that's that's attractive. Sure. Teeth are attractive too. Straight teeth. I always look at people's teeth. I do too. Some I, people have really nice teeth. I had somebody. I, I I was talking about someone the other day, and I said, "Oh, that person's very nice." And the person I said that to said, "I just couldn't look away from her teeth." And I go, "What was wrong with her teeth?" Oh, my God, they were so white. I go, I didn't even notice oh, one way or the other. I love white teeth. I know. And if they're straight, I don't even, I don't care if they're real or not. If they're veneers, whatever. I just like teeth that are pretty to look at. Yeah, I would agree with you. Some people's teeth. mouths look clean, wouldn't you say? I would say so. I would say so. Well, that's a clear sign that we were at the end of that topic. <laughs> we got to go. I we think. do have to go, actually. But uh, don't forget, we are at the Minnesota State Fair, and moms can come and use the MyTalk 1071 lactation station right here, right next to our booth. It's private, it's open 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. Really comfy spot for moms to nurse, change your baby, uh, tend to the child. There's water in there uh, from Aquarius Home Services and Connect. Medico, so you've got AC in there from them too. Patio Town's got rocking chairs in there for you. There's diapers. So come on out, okay? Yeah, come see us. All right, when we come back, um, oh gosh, this Jeopardy saga continues. Boy, we are just peeling back the layers of Mike Richards, who is now not only out as host, out as the executive producer. We'll get to that story and more coming up next on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with DJ Rock Lobster. Ooh, Steve, I want to know what you know about this, okay? Because this Jeopardy saga is continuing. Mike Richards, who was chosen as the Jeopardy host after, you know, many a, a summer of auditions of various celebrities. Mm -hmm. um, and then he ran into a little backlash. First of all, people thought it was a case of nepotism because he was the executive producer and then he was chosen as the host. That seemed a little sketchy. But then some of his past comments that he's made on a podcast and... Um, uh, what was it, a settlement that he had? Yeah, he, he was named in a lawsuit. He ended up getting dropped from that by the time that the settlement happened. But still, you know, that, that was lingering out there. That was stuff that Jeopardy knew before they hired him, though. Right. Well, now they put out a letter. Suzanne Pret, who is the executive VP of Business and Strategy for Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, sent a message to the show's crew and just said that I'm writing to let you know that Mike's no longer serving as EP of Will and Jeopardy, effective immediately, and that they hoped that when he stepped down from the host position, it would have minimized the disruption 
that um, and the internal difficulties they were experiencing over the past few weeks, but that hasn't happened. So I guess she is stepping in for a little while, and then I think they're going to be... I don't think they're going to do another round of guest hosts. I think they want to secure a permanent host as soon as possible. Yeah, I don't think they want to belabor this process any more than they already have. Now, here's what I wanted to read to you. After hearing this news, uh, former Jeopardy! champion James Holzhauer tweeted a Wizard of Oz gif that said, quote, Ding dong, the witch is dead. What do you make of that? Uh, I think it's sort of unnecessary. But it makes me wonder. See, I thought he was a liked guy. Well, I... Look, there are easy stories, I think, to write now. It's easier to write a story that bashes Mike Richards right now than it is to write one that defends him. And so that, for me... me, Look, I like Jeopardy! James, and I loved watching his run. Feels like at at a minimum that's an unnecessary comment to make. Uh, it just feels like an easy way to be relevant on Twitter is to do that. I don't okay. know what kind of interactions he had. Maybe he had a bunch of terrible interactions with Mike Richards. Yeah. And there are things that we don't know about how Mike Richards treats contestants. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's why James tweeted that, or maybe not. And he just tweeted something that, that was funny that support. could get shared and yeah. all that. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I get it. He's being loyal to the brand Jeopardy. Sure. Um, above any specific individual um i find this all to be uh rather fascinating and listen any time that i see someone in any industry have a rapid fall from grace i i don't it's a fascinating thing to watch it makes for a fascinating hollywood story and but i don't relish someone's downfall and i always think of like what did mike richards think and by the way if there was conduct that was that was bad if the allegations are true and if there was real mistreatment and all of that of course i would not want to defend that but i also know that anyone who has made mistakes uh looks back generally at some point sooner or later with regret on those mistakes and so i wonder then how these people who have a fall from grace feel like going to bed the night after you were the Jeopardy host. Right. You have this unbelievable right. high. Wow. Then you don't have it anymore. That's a really tough pill to swallow for the rest of your career to say, remember, I was the Jeopardy host and then I wasn't. I was about to have a job that was going to last me 20 or 30 right. years and then I didn't have You're it. You're going to write it out. Then yeah. I went back to executive producer. This was going to be a job that I would still be tied to these iconic shows. And now, all of a sudden, no. And to the point where right now, he kind of seems like he's unhirable with the current stigma around him. And look, i got to be honest. I haven't done enough digging into what he said. I know Bill Maher referenced it on his show over the weekend. Now, he was doing it in the midst of a rant about woke America needing to look around the world to see what real oppression looks like. He did this seven-minute rant. And within it, he then mentioned in the biggest kerfuffle we have here when, you know, everything is falling apart in Afghanistan is that the guy who wanted to be the Jeopardy host said boobies on a podcast in 2014. I believe I'm quoting Bill Maher more or less. Right. Okay. And he was like, if this is our biggest problem, like he said, what in the heck is going on? Um, I so I don't know a deep, deep enough history as to as to what Mike Richards said Jeopardy gets to decide who they want to represent their brand. It's a public image kind of a thing. So I understand that. 
But um, I, I, I feel badly for anyone who was truly mistreated, and I feel badly for Mike Richards, who is feeling probably now like, crap, these things that I did have now soured and destroyed an entire career. Here's something that Drew Carey, his former employee, the host of The Price is Right, right. Mike Richards was the executive producer of that show, something that he said in August of this year, August 7th, and if you remember, there was that, that lawsuit that you mentioned from the, let's call them Barker's Beauties, the models, um, who were saying that he gave them mistreatment, one who was let go because she was pregnant and he mm-hmm. was up that she, she got pregnant after he let go some other models. Drew Carey, for whatever it's worth, said, uh, every The Price is Right model since I started got pregnant, and he, Mike Richards, built whole season arcs celebrating them. We even had baby shower shows for crying out loud. They weren't Aww. even, a, look at this. Drew Carey says they weren't even allowed to talk to me before Mike came on the show. He said this three days after Variety reported that Richards was the front runner for the job, but that his role in previous bias lawsuits resurfaced. Now, this was before the podcast stuff came up where he was making crude comments about, oh, do you have nude photos on your phone? Here, let me see them. Yeah. And that's cringy to be sure. Um, and you could argue that it's more than that. I'm not defending that. But then Drew Carey went on to say, quote, he took them, the models, from just bodies on the stage to actual people that audience got to know as part of the Price is Right family. He's great, and I hope he gets to be the next Jeopardy host, okay. too. So well, that's good. I just say that because we're, again, I think it's very easy to just pile on Mike Richards. That's kind of the lazy tweet that you can do right now. Sure. Um, but I wonder if Mike Richards will sit down with someone and, and say, here are the exact things that happened, or if he just has to crawl away. I also wonder if he got some kind of severance, I would imagine, um, from Fremantle, who I believe is the production house behind sure. The Price is Right and Wheel of Fortune. So that's my take, is I feel badly if he did, in fact, mistreat some someone or right. multiple people. I don't like that at all. Um, and if any of those are, are not true, I feel badly that his career is where it is. And I just empathize as a human being right. who has made mistakes in my own life Same. that uh, just a, a few there, if it's just a few, sort of just eroded the foundation of a career that he's tried to build over the past decade. I just say decades. thank God there was no social media or cameras <laughs> when I made most of my mistakes. <laughs> That's right. Goodness. So we'll see. Oh. We'll see who the new host ends up being. But uh, another day, another Jeopardy story. Suddenly the most salacious show I know, on television. Move right? over, Real Housewives. Jeopardy's here. No kidding. Hey, uh, Rocco's going to have a dirt alert coming right up, and then we'll have a list of back-to-school movies for the kids. Get that booer out of here.